Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday. I had to think a second. Today is Thursday. So in case you didn't know or realize it is Thursday today. It is a very cold Thursday in case you didn't haven't been outside. It is um, actually 37 degrees and foggy according to my watch. So uh, be sure and dress warmly. I am um, I was hoping this uh, was behind us in <laughs> all this cold weather, and uh, apparently we're going to have to get one more dose of this mess. I tell you what, I hate, I abhor, and I hate cold. I cannot put into words how bad I hate cold. I know there's homesick Eskimos out there who love it and enjoy cold weather, but I cannot stand it. <laughs> I get, my, there's not enough hatred in my heart for cold weather. <laughs> So, hopefully this will soon pass by us and we can get on. It's not bad enough we have to deal with the virus, quarantine, killer hornets, and now back to cold weather again. I tell you what, it just, uh, next thing you know, it's going to be flying land sharks coming to eat us. So, who knows? But anyway, I uh, do hope everybody's doing well. Uh, don't forget today is the National Day of Prayer. And uh, I meant to make mention of this last night. Um, uh, we was uh, doing our online uh, church service and I uh, forgot to mention it, but don't forget today is the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, good morning, Mrs. Alexander. Uh, good to see, well, I just want to say good to see you, but that'd be weird if I could see you. But uh, glad to see you here on social media. We'll do it that way. So, all right, let's go ahead and look into God's Word this morning. We'll look at uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 20 this morning. In our Bibles here. <clears throat> Bring this. Well, I forgot to hold on here. Forgot to uh, pull that up here. There we go. All right, let's go ahead and pull that up. Uh, 1220 uh, says, Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. And verse 21 says, But be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, I do want to um, uh, correlate this in Proverbs uh, 25. Uh, because this is where uh, this is coming from, uh, so I think it's important to uh, uh, to compare uh, that. And uh, uh, in Proverbs uh, 20, let's see here, 21 uh, says that uh, if, um, I'm sorry, 25, 21, I got here in a second. Uh, if thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. But thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. Now, um, so we understand where that come from in, in 1220. Good morning, Mississippi. And uh, so, you know, what we're looking at here uh, is the fact that, uh, you know, it is easy for us to want to retaliate uh, when someone does us wrong. And uh, it is natural, you know, for me particularly, uh, you know, I have a very redneck side. I'm very high strung. And uh, when someone does me wrong, you know, you know, I don't care if it's somebody I know personally, family member, or some jerk that cuts me off in traffic. Uh, my first inclination is to want to uh, retaliate. I want to fight. I want to <laughs> cause them. You know, if they if someone has caused me some sort of pain, I want to retaliate. But see, that's what we're seeing here is that is the wrong way to do things. The best way to handle something is to show love and kindness. And we see that heaping coals upon their head. We see that uh, you know when you are ret retaliating with kindness 
It embarrasses that person, and it makes them even more angry when you show kindness. Not a condescending kind of kindness. I know some people out there, you know, said, well, I said if I show kindness, it's like heaping coals of fire in their head, and they have a very condescending way of, of retaliating, you know. Still, they're retaliating, but they're just doing it in a very uh, nonchalant way of, uh, oh, well, you know, just kind of the attitude. And uh, so, you're, so you're still you're still retaliating. You're just not you're just doing it in a different way. We need to genuinely be kind. We need to genuinely be good. We need to genuinely show love, which separates us from the rest of the world. See, that's what uh, demonstrates our Christian walk, our Christian attitude, that we can be different from those in the world who will uh, retaliate verbally or physically or whatever it may be. We have to separate and be set apart from those who are in the world. You know, and we see that being an overcome of evil but overcome evil with good you know on our own we cannot overcome these things but through god's goodness and grace and mercy can we do these things and we have no better example than jesus christ who uh not only you know when he was persecuted when he suffered when he was attacked he didn't retaliate he showed love he went willingly to the cross he went willingly to die for our sins and he rose again on third gray the old the third day did i say third gray <laughs> third day and uh uh, you know, the devil thought that he had won. He, the devil, when Christ was nailed to the cross, thought evil had overcome. But when Jesus Christ rose again on the third day, he overcome evil with good. And you know that made the, the devil scream uh, when Jesus Christ rose again, that he overcome sin and death. And so, you know, we can look at throughout uh, the Bible and see uh, how uh, how to properly respond. We also see those uh, that uh, demonstrated imperfect behaviors and didn't always respond accordingly. You know, that's one great thing about God's Word. Uh, you know, if it was a book of fiction, you know, look at a book of fiction, uh, everybody is, uh, you know, the, the hero is always the winner. It doesn't show any flaws. It doesn't show any uh, downfalls. Uh, it always shows the, the best uh, and, the, and the greatest and the good side of, of those in works of fiction. But in God's word, that we know it's truth, we know that uh, God doesn't lie to us, uh, we know that what we read here uh, does not contradict, or that we know is the, is the truth of the gospel, that it will show the flaws. I mean, even David, who was a man after God's own heart, here he committed adultery, had a man killed. Uh, you know, we see how Jonah was sent, and he didn't want to go, and he's swallowed by a whale. We see, uh, you know, all throughout Scripture, you know, it just, you know, even from the beginning of man, here he made two uh, people, and what do they do? They turn around to fight him and sin and got cast out of the Garden of Eden. So from the very beginning, we see uh, how man's sin has, uh, has, has caused enmity between us and God. And so that's why we have to constantly be working uh, to have that right relationship with Jesus Christ. We have to constantly be working to have that mindset that is glorifying unto God. There are people out there who know how to push your buttons. There's people out there who even may even, you know, you're, you're friendly to, uh, but they're still smart alecks. I mean, you know, you try, you try hard to be nice to them. Uh, I've encountered that in my lifetime. You know, I, I've, I've told Branson, I don't understand. I've tried so hard uh, to be nice to these individuals. They're still just, just hateful, you know. Uh, I don't get it. You know, no matter how hard you try, they just, they're just nasty. And, uh, or, or they, if they do show kindness, again, they, they have that condescending kind of kindness. And, uh, you, know, you, you know, if you think you've done any wrong, you've apologized, and yet there they are. And, uh, you know, I can think of several people right off the bat that I've tried uh, in the church to be uh, extremely nice to. And you could just tell they just don't like me. And so I'm like, well, you know, 
Yeah, not everybody's going to like you. I just, uh, just the bottom line. I know that my award-winning personality and good looks should win over everybody, but it don't. So, of course, I'm joking. But, uh, uh, but there are just some people that are not going to like you, no matter how nice you are to them, how kind you try to be to them, how much you try to joke over, you know, sometimes if you're like me, uh, you overcompensate and it may even come to the point of obnoxious and joking because you just, you know, you're trying to uh, uh, maybe win their approval, so to speak. But uh, uh, whether it's in those situations or family members, I tell you, family members can hurt you worse than anybody. And uh, so be careful. Don't retaliate. Overcome that evil with good show that kindness show that love show that change of heart you know i think sometimes it's the hardest uh, for those who become christians later in life uh, to be a witness for their families because a lot of uh, you know I've, I've seen this a lot uh, you know in the church where maybe uh, they weren't the best parents in the world maybe they weren't the, the kindest people in the world and their kids saw that and um, and saw maybe they grew up in a home where there's a lot of alcohol or drugs or uh, maybe abuse and that parent becomes saved and that and they, they accept jesus christ lord as savior and so now they have changed but the parent but the kids don't accept that change because they say they you know, look how you treated me look how you acted towards me i don't want nothing to do with you i don't want nothing to do with your religion they could be very you know they could be very hurtful to someone who is um, uh, very you know that we grew up knowing as uh, as abusive and uh, so that's hard for that individual to continue in the Christian walk and try to show that change but you have to continue to pray and and walk that Christian walk and demonstrate by example that you have changed or like or, or the flip side of that say that um, uh, the children who grew up in abusive situations or drug-filled home or alcoholics and they became saved but the parents have not and they're trying hard to reach out to that parent and, and try to show uh, forgiveness, uh, trying to show love, uh, trying to show a change of heart. And that parent has uh, absolutely no, uh, nothing to do with that, with those grown adult children now, or and, and wants nothing to do with Christianity. So that makes it hard. And they may say hurtful things, and it's hard not to want to retaliate and say, you know, wave at them, but not with all their fingers, you know, and, and go on. But that's when we have to buckle down. That's when we have to pray. That's when we have to pray over those individuals. We have to uh, try to seek the Lord out and, and not to have that hardness of heart. And, and I can speak with about this because I'm, I didn't, my parents wasn't like that. I, I praise God. I had good, loving, godly Christian parents. But I've had family members who um, are just treated me awful and still continue to treat me awful. And it's so easy to to harbor that hardness of heart and say, man, I want nothing to do with them, man. They just go on down the road. If they get in my face, I'm going to knock their head off. I mean, that is the easy thing to do. All right. That, you know, uh, that, that is our natural inclination, but to be able to, uh, say, you know what? I forgive them. Yes, it hurts. It hurts. And it makes you angry. I forgive them. I pray over them. Lord, help me to have that forgiveness in my heart for these individuals. And if I am confronted with them, to show love and kindness that can only come from God above. And that is the only way we can do that is from God's love, power, and grace above that helps us to not have hardness of heart and to not retaliate in a very ungodly way. And that's why you have to pray about it. I have to pray about it. And the Lord's really brought me a long way because there's for a long time uh, there's some... There's a side of my family that uh, they despise me. I mean, they absolutely despise me. And uh, I, uh, I'll be exercising and working out. And uh, I, I can feel my anger 
uh, I'll, be, I'll be thinking about it as I'll be running or uh, uh, or working, you know, lifting weights or something, and I can just feel it. And that, you know, that anger sometimes have you push a little harder when working out. And uh, uh, finally, I just had to get to the point where you know what, you're allowing them to have control over you. And so you know what, I want God to be in control of my life. I want to show that I. You know, it's not better in a sense of looking down on somebody, but better in the sense that I'm trying to better myself in the ways of the Lord. I'm trying to better myself uh, as a Christian, and I don't want to be held down by hate and anger and, and vengeance. I want to be uh, someone who is showing love, kindness, and forgiveness uh, towards my fellow man. And that's what we have to do uh, each and every day. So when you read this here in uh, um, Romans 12, 20 21, Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head, but not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Remember those verses. Uh, hide those in your heart. That's one, thing, one reason why God says to hide those things in your heart, to memorize that so and, and, to, and to live it, to, to understand it, not just this passage, but other passages, so that when we are faced uh, with those temptations to sin, faced with those temptations to retaliate, faced with those kind of situations we know we're not honoring and glorifying unto God, we can recall back these passages and be like, you know what? No, uh, Lord, I give it to you. Help me to overcome that and do better. Now, it's not always easy to do when you're in traffic and somebody's being a smart aleck. I, you know, just Sunday, even Sunday after church, you know, I'm heading home and this, this person, I mean, pulls, I mean, sees me, it pulls right out front of me and going like 20 miles an hour like nobody else is in the world. It's hard to do, people. You know, it's hard. My my redneck side says, you know what, I'm going to go flying around him and and tell him uh, that his, his, how low his intelligence score is. <laughs> but I just took a deep breath like, Lord, just help me. Just calm down and just keep a uh, you know, a decent distance, and don't ride his fanny, and so, praise God, he went on, I was able to turn and go on my way, it's hard to do, but be careful out there, guys, you know, people are insane right now, just like last night, uh, I was telling y'all about the, the jogger, down in, and I was in Alabama, that uh, these two guys uh, shot him, killed him, and I, you know, me, I, when I, I've been out jogging, I've had people, pull, I've had a guy pull a gun on me one time, and uh, although I was armed myself, I knew that if I had tried to reach for it, he'd have shot me. And uh, so, you know, you have that. Uh, so uh, just the other day, we had a, a road rage incident, and the guy shot another guy. I haven't heard any more about it. If the guy lived or still in critical condition. Uh, within the last two days, I've had several people on my social media where they've been rear-ended uh, by someone just right here in the gray area uh, because of texting and, and driving. And so, you know, people are crazy anymore. Guys, people are crazy. And so in the world of insanity, uh, those who of us who are saved, let us show sanity. And the only way we can have any type of normality and understanding is, is through God's word. To see the West, the world spirals out of control. We have God's word to keep us grounded, to be the litmus test against all things. And then through God's word, do we have the ability uh, to be have a calm attitude? You know, God's word tells us time and again, somebody who can control their temper is greater than someone who could uh, be an emperor of a, of a kingdom. You know, and so to show a good attitude, 
attitude and to control yourself is hard to do, but that shows a godly attitude. So let's work on that each and every day. Something I have to work on each and every day. Let's strive to have that mind of Christ. Let's walk in his ways and let's, let's rise above uh, those things of the world so that when people look at us, they say, wow, you know, I don't know what's different about them, but uh, their attitude, their actions uh, speaks volumes. You're, sometimes you've heard the old saying, sometimes you could be the, the only Bible uh, some people ever read. So let's be that shining example. Let's be that light in this world of darkness and be those ambassadors for Christ Jesus, being that representatives of heaven's glory. Let's have a prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and beautiful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, to, uh, uh, as, as the kids say today, to, to cool our roll. <laughs> and uh, Lord, help us to, uh, to be calm. Help us to uh, not retaliate. Help us not to uh, want to seek vengeance when things don't go our way. Uh, Lord, let us show an attitude of Christ Jesus. Let us show love. Let us show forgiveness. And Lord, let us show your good grace and mercy in all areas. And Lord, uh, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us and lead us. Watch over and protect us this day. Be with all of our families and friends and uh, neighbors and keep them safe and well. Be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and uh, Ginger Hood and Troy. And Lord, please be with Linda Feathers and heal her with a sinus infection. Let her get to feeling better. Be with David and, and uh, Murph. And Lord, just pray that you be with all of our first responders, police officers, nurses, and doctors, and uh, um, active military. Let them know their love, needed, and appreciated. Lord, be with our president. Get protection about him. And give him proper wisdom and discernment. And Lord, today is the National Day of Prayer. And Lord, I want to pray a special prayer over this nation that you'll touch the hearts and minds uh, of the people uh, the, before it's too late. They'll come to know you before it's too late, Lord Jesus. Be with our nation's leaders. And Lord, I pray that people like Pelosi will get saved. I pray that people like Chuck Schumer will get saved. Uh, and uh, people like Joe Biden, yeah, you know, the day will come to know you, Lord Jesus. Be with our nation's leaders that are trying to make decisions on what to open and what not to open up. And uh, uh, Lord, just keep us safe. And Lord, just uh, uh, be with our Christian fellow brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And Lord, just help us to continue the fight and know that what we battle is only temporary. And that one day we get to spend and enjoy the rewards of heaven for all eternity. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Hope you have a great and wonderful and fantabulous day today. And as always, if you want to share these devotions, you can find me on Facebook at Dr. Young 77 If your friends and family say, well, I don't do social media, that stuff's stupid. Well, say so you can go to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young and watch the daily devotionals on there. And or you can always find me on Apple iTunes, uh, Doc Young Chronicles, free of charge, don't cost you a thing, audio only, no video. Listen to that as you're out working, doing projects, whatever the case may be, and uh, listen to that. You can listen to the daily devotionals, our sermons, and uh, the podcast Brandon and I do every Saturday at 6 o'clock. So I hope you'll tune into that. Hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.